Hello, everyone. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, laissez-les bon roulet. Let the good times roll, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the HBCU Hour. It's your boy, Pooh Bell. I got my man, Aunt Petty Murphy, in the building. Aunt, what's good with you, man? Uh-oh, you on mute? You, did, you got yourself. I know it was coming sooner, ladies and gentlemen. you got you. I'm about to hit you with the beads. <laughs> what's good with you, bro? Not much, man. Uh, Like I already said last night, man, missing home, you know. Mardi Gras season. Uh, it is any Monday. For those of you tuning in, uh, wishing everybody out there a happy, safe Mardi Gras. Uh, I don't know what else, man. But uh, I, I guess we, technically we could have did some. Um, nah, being sports right, we could did like some some Mardi Gras Black History or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But uh tell you about uh Leroy Franklin. Leroy Franklin is the first man to get into a fight at a Mardi Gras parade, snatching bees from cheering. <laughs> ain't going no bro. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it could tell you know what I'm saying. Imogene um Imogene Smith. I ain't going no true, bro. <laughs> Emma <laughs> Jean Smith is the first lady to ever flash, for, but not for beads, for moon pies. And it was an accident. It was she wasn't trying to, you know, what I'm saying she wasn't trying to flash. Well, somebody yeah. didn't have no beads, so they just threw her some moon pies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's be for real. What's good, everybody? David, David in the building. Uh, as we always say, we appreciate y'all for uh tuning in. Could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, man. Do us a favor, like, share, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, uh, tell your family members, tell that, that drunk uncle that's got you know what I'm saying, got the minis right now in the cup. But uh 
This is Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Uh, today's figure is Miss Jennifer King, uh, the first black full-time NFL, well, full first black female full-time NFL coach. Um, she spent 13 years playing in the Women's Football Alliance. Um, and then in a in a chance meeting, uh, ran into Ron Rivera. Uh, and, and talk with him. He decided, you know, she she talked about her interest in coaching and stuff. Uh, he brought her on as an intern with the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, she did that for a year, then went on and coached, uh, coached in college, coached uh, some lower-level semi-pro leagues, and then she uh, reunited with Ron Rivera back in 2021 and became a full-time head coach. She is now the third, or well, she was the third Um full-time female coach but the first black female coach so congratulations to her and uh everything she's done for the game that's dope man kudos to her major salute major salute <laughs> they said talking about Emma Jean said I bet she was I bet she was bad at this point the moon pies nasty <laughs> yeah moon pies probably old man it depends on which ones you get man like the ones made from like by like the the Mardi Gras company or whatever, them things is terrible. They used to be good, man. They is terrible now. Terrible, me, so. terrible. Little Debbie make them good ones. Though. Uh, they call them some marshmallow pies or something. I don't know. They they, good. Eat them, they good. can't eat too many, man. That that that, that the marshmallowy gelatin hit the stomach. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't need them, so I wouldn't know. Man, live, live <clears throat> a little bit. What's up, Chuck? Chuck in the building. Checking in from uh, the Monroe Fun Row. Yes, sir. My guy, Chuck. All right. Appreciate let's, you tuning in, brother. As always. Uh, hey, I guess let's get started. Uh, Alabama State men's and women win the SWAC Indoor Championship. Track championship. Um Alabama State has an elite track program as far as, you know, um, winning, you name it. I, I can't even count numerous track, indoor and outdoor, uh, yeah. men and women. So uh, shout out to them, man. They, they Alabama State stay, you know what I'm saying, with that. It's, it's yeah, one I, saw, thing. I saw a picture of that coach with all his rings. Yeah. yeah that, I, I do want to throw this out there. Um, one thing I love about the SWAT and, and MEAC for the HBCU, I put it like that. There's not one team that dominates everything. Yeah. There's there's like like Alabama State is is you know good in track and stuff, but they've had some years with football, you know, saying so they won it. Um Jackson State, same with them, you know, Grambling Southern. Then you go to the MEAC. Uh MEAC is more known for their their uh basketball. But they've had some times where football is coming in and compete, you know, being competitive. Hey, hey look at Celebration Bowl. But yeah. that's the one thing I, I just love about, you know, saying the HBCUs is the, the parody and stuff and, and the love about, you know, through it all. Yeah, I think A&T probably would be the – if you're looking at one that was kind of the dominant right. everything, that would probably be the closest yeah. – yeah, you know what I mean. I, I still don't think that they necessarily dominated in everything. They were great in everything, mm-hmm. dominating track for a long time. Right, but I don't really know if I would say they were dominant in everything all at right. once. Right. 
All right. Uh, speaking of indoor track championships, the MIAC indoor track championship is ongoing right now. Uh, they will conclude tomorrow. So um, last year, if I'm not mistaken, Howard Women won uh, the indoor on the um, uh, well, Howard won the women's side. Norfolk State won the men's side. Yeah, no, I know uh, Norfolk State won. Yeah, so uh, be looking forward to to checking that out, and recapping that <clears throat> baseball. I got a gripe, but first let me get to this. Let me say this: the two teams that uh that we that that were predicted to finish first yeah. on their side, they, they looked the part. Yeah, they they looking the part. Looking at highlights and uh box scores and stuff, they looking the part. Alabama State. Play uh Purdue Fort Wayne and put it on them. Uh it w- it wasn't close. Uh I'm looking through, I'm trying to see. 13 nothing. 18-4. And then Sunday they beat them. Where to go? Where to go? Because I saw it. Uh where to go? Oh, there it is. 13-11. Yeah. Yeah. So put some runs up. Yeah, yeah. Uh Southern. Southern had well, you know, five four Jackson State, uh four three Grambling, and uh eleven one Texas Southern. Yeah, they they look pretty good at the yeah. Um but that that's that was in the Cactus Jack tournament. Um and also uh, Alabama State was also just a, a a home series. Uh but looking at some of the other games, you had um Fam, you played Eastern Illinois and didn't fare so well. They lost that series. Um, Alcorn and Alabama AM played. AM looks to have taken that series. Uh, make sure. But let me get to my, my gripe, man. Here's my gripe. Yeah, what you got? The Gactus Jack tournament. We talked about it. I was looking forward to watching it. And I think it may have been on like MLB.com or something like that. I was trying to find it. I couldn't find it, and I want. I re- I was really looking forward to to just watching, you know, some few of the games, seeing some of the matchups. I want to see. I want to see that Jackson State Southern game. I really was looking forward to that, and I was I was very disappointed. Um, I understand that that the swag is is enemyac for that for that matter uh but the swag right now specifically talking about because because of the situation that happened they're working on a media deal they're working to to get um get things going they have right now hbcu go um i think and i would love to see i would love to see each school have their own set of of uh of not necessarily, I'm not saying they got to have the whole ESPN set up, but I would love to see, you know, saying each school have a, a set of cameras, you know. Um, oh, so when set up pretty much production set up, so uh, because we are know when they have those big classics and stuff, um, cameras will be there for you know, for most for the most part. But I would love to see that, and then when you have like a HBCU go or HBCU, uh, leave has plus or whatever you know whatever situation they don't necessarily have to come in and do all the producing you can literally have the students you know saying train them and have them do you know saying the the court the the play-by-play and and the color analyst part um and you just stream it on your platform yeah 
That way, you know, we don't have situations like because MLB Network or MLB.com, who, who who really has it? Not many yeah. people. We already talked about the loss of uh, interest in, in baseball for the most part uh, amongst black people. So it's not like it was just like, hey, a lot of people got MLB Network. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying, or, or in some cases, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, thought, hey, let me go to MLB.com. Yeah. They, they didn't do it. They didn't do a good job of of marketing where you could mm-hmm. find, you know, and they didn't do, do a great job of making it accessible. But I know it was on Facebook Live. Uh, yeah, that's what Chuck just said. Yeah, I, I I saw a few people sharing that. But I mean, even still, that's a, that's good for those who are able to find it and were able to watch it that way. But how many people knew to go find it on Facebook? You know, so I I just think it's. I agree with your point. Uh, there needs to be a better way to to make these these games more accessible and to make them easier to be broadcast and picked up and streamed by some of these platforms. But I I just feel like when something is as big as the Cactus Jack that's been marketed by MLB and the Astros, you could have put it, you could have put it in a, in a better location as far as, you know, being able to watch it and being able to stream it or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think that just goes hand to hand with the like you're talking about. Baseball isn't really a mainstream. College baseball, especially, isn't really a mainstream. You know, easy to watch sport, easy to find sport to watch, yeah. especially whenever you're looking at a SWAC school or HBCU school. So I just I don't I don't really know how how we could fix it other than you know something like you said and and equipping the schools with the the tools necessary to where they can stream their own games and on the platform like HBCU Lead Pass, HBCU Go, you know, whatever the case may be. So, listen, swag.com. Put it on yeah. put it on the or oh, yeah. swag.org, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, put I mean, it on but, there. Yeah. Or even, I mean, even hey, if hey. you want to put it on the, you know, the Grambling or, you know, Alcorn or, you know, Alabama A&M, whatever the school may be, stream it on their social media platforms or whatever the case may be. But just make it to where it's more accessible and you don't have to hunt and search around for it. Dr. McClellan, holler at us. Listen, we'll teach you all about StreamYard. We can help you put it on. You know what I'm saying? Go live. It, listen, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, we live around the world. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with you, though. We need to, they yeah. need to try to find a way to make the game. I, I was, bro, I was, I was, I ain't gonna say, I wasn't heated. I wasn't mad <laughs> because there was a lot of stuff to watch. But when I'm scrolling through ESPN Plus, and I see, um, <laughs> I see Baduki State versus, you know what I'm saying, um, Toe Jam University, and I can't find Alabama State, Southern, Grambling, Jackson. It, it's upsetting, you know what I'm saying? I mean, even, that's, that's even with basketball, though, bro. Like, yes. you know I mean? whenever I'm, I'm trying to find some of these matchups, like tonight, you know, I'm trying to watch some of these MIA games or SWAT games, whatever. But I know there's one on uh, ESPN Plus, I believe, in a MIA game. But and then, uh, still, you know, you got they got you know cornhole and you know synchronized pole vaulting and all that kind of stuff on there. But you can't find you know quality HBCU sports. Except for HBCU go, you can go. But the problem with that, you yeah. only have one game available. Uh, right now, it's um, right now you got. Uh, who is this? Is it Valley and Prairie View? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I, I agree. And Dave says some of the games that they put on. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about ESPN or just pitiful. And I completely agree, man. I would. 
I would love My, to. It's see. not. It's not a mid game. I bet it's a family. Alabama A and M. It's on ESPN Plus. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, oh, it's actually on ESPN. You. Oh, okay. But see, and see, I, I, I can enjoy that. Yeah, I, I mean, that. but that's the thing. That's it's eight HBCU games right now, and only one of them is televised on ESPN in yeah. some manner. You know what I mean? Like that's even if you want to put it on the plus, like just at least broadcast it, bro. Completely agree, man. I, I'm I like I said, I am looking. You have a lot of people who are more interested now in HBCU sports than um most times before. Uh, it's a resurgence, it's a renaissance, whatever words you want to throw. But come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it's now's the time for the, the these conferences to capitalize on that, though. You know what I mean? I completely when agree. you had when you had a demand, that's when you got to use that leverage and, and get your worth from these networks. You know what I mean? If they're not showing you, if they don't want to show you, okay, then that's even more reason for HBCU lead pass, HBCU go. You know what I'm saying? Something along them lines. So I just I feel like we gotta as as the HBCU community, you know, what I mean, we gotta kind of rally our and, and let, let our demands be known. If not, they're gonna continue to get away with it. I completely agree. Uh speaking of letting your demands be known and you know, things being done, uh Albany State's athletic director is now out. Um, this comes in wake of the Marcus Stokes uh offer. Um, as many of you know, we talked about uh, Alabama, Alabama, Albany State, Albany State. I'm sorry, Albany State made an offer to Marcus Stokes, who uh is a is a young white quarterback. Uh, he was a highly recruited quarterback at the time, um, who was committed to Florida. Florida dismissed him because he made a video rapping a song and saying the N word. That video um, was old. It just has surfaced or recently. right. Right, right. Um, once that came out, uh, Florida dropped him. Uh, Albany State, a um, a HBCU, um, reached out and and gave him an offer to kid. Um, they it weren't the only one. one. Yeah, they weren't the only one. Alabama and M also offered, um, but Albany State got a lot of backlash for it. Uh, it, it made news. The coach, the, the the new head coach, Coach Queen Gray, um, came out with a public apology, um, and this is the latest in that. Um, it's I do want to let it be known the AD was also a white man. So yeah, <sighs> I don't like to see anybody lose their job, right? But and I don't know if this story or this situation merited anyone losing their job. Uh-huh. I will say that there seemed to be a disconnect somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there seemed to be a lack of awareness and it seems to be like that was a good time for education. You know what I mean? And a, a learning experience, not only for the young man who was offered the scholarship, but those who uh, approved or okayed the offer of the scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish that these negative headlines would stop coming out um, and there would kind of be some 
headlines about all the positive things going on at HBCUs. But it seems like, you know, every time we turn around, there's another negative. And what's crazy is it seems like these all of the headlines are from stories that are old. They just kind of keep lingering. Right. Keep lingering along. So I just kind of hope that this, as unfortunate as it is, I kind of hope this kind of is the nail in the coffin for this story and that we can kind of move on from this. Completely agree. Um Yes, uh, Chuck said their last Albany State's last head coach uh, is is white, uh, which is now at Charleston Southern. Correct. Um, I I don't think this. It's I'm trying to think. So when I first saw this, and I was like, it ain't no way that that's why they let them go, but they did. Yeah, and, I didn't think neither, but yeah, and it's it's a it's a in my opinion, it's a bad look on, on Albany State because it's your scapegoat. I feel like they're scapegoating, trying to bury the not bury the story, but trying to move past the story instead of just saying, Hey, we made a mistake, which they already did, and just saying, We made a mistake and moving on. But yeah, I think this kind of rehashes the whole thing, though. Like, we had moved on from that, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, a, it was, it was a story for a time period, but once the kid signed. Then he went to Florida Memorial. West Florida, West, yeah. West Florida. Yeah, I know. Okay. He went to West Florida. And so, like, once he signed and kind of moved on, it really wasn't a story anymore. And so, you know, two weeks later, three, however long it's been for you to do this, it just kind of seems like y'all are, you know, restoking the fire, you know, man, at, when it was kind of dying down. I just don't understand the timing. If you were going to get rid of him, why wait two weeks? You know, I, I just don't understand it. But, I just hope that it's kind of bring some resolution yeah. to it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, completely agree. It's just like, uh, and you talked about when bad news comes up and it's months or weeks later. Um, yeah. The Fisk gymnastics story mm-hmm. popped back, popped up a month later. Yeah. Uh, and after then some good news was going on. After you know some good yeah. news is going on. And, and now you look at it. There's it's still good things going on, so it's like, come on, let's let's not, you know, let's move on. Now I'm saying some bad news that I wish was just stop. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm Don't. just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm with you. Though. I wish that. that oh, it, I, I tell you what, it wasn't so safe today, and I pray for everybody on campus in, in Colorado. Thanks. Thanks. I do. I pray. I pray for everybody on campus. Uh, uh, as things were, were happening there. Um, but moving on to some more good news, the HBCU Combine slash Legacy Bowl uh, in New Orleans has begun, and uh, things got off to a bang. Things got off to a quick start, literally. very quick start. Um, <laughs> what's my name? Uh, from uh, FAMU to my uh, Warren. Oh, you talking about from the one from FAMU? Uh, Smith. Um. What's his name? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Xavier Smith. Xavier Smith said he was clock running a 436 40. And then Jackson State, uh, DeJuan Warren Mm -hmm. Nugget, what they call him Nugget. Uh, he, I think he ran like a 436 44, something like the insane line. Them boys was moving out there today, man. There was another D lineman, uh. I think they, I forget what his his, but the one that stood out to me, I forget all his, you know, saying breakdown yeah. his stats, four seven two forty. Man, these boys out here moving, man. I ain't never seen a big boy get on the roof. At least that dude was going. 
And that's that's Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead ran a four seven six. That dude, that is fast. <laughs> it's a refrigerator um, on wheels, bro. Bro, that is fast. <laughs> I, but I, I love, I do love the fact that um, the combine is going on. Uh, it's in New Orleans, so of course, a mm. lot of Saints representatives were there. Yeah. Um, but for as this to be going be. on, and you, yeah, as they should be, um, they need all the help they can get. Um, okay. So. Uh, but I, I was I was very enthused to see um, as many you know same teams represented. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And they did. they had a um, they had a segment on Sports Center a few hours ago about it also. So it's good to see kind of the mainstream media kind of spotlighting it and giving it some recognition right. and kind of drawing more of the public side to it. I know it was on NFL Network for some some of the coverage. I got a chance to watch a little bit of it earlier today. So, you know, it's just good to see them kind of putting the spotlight on it, giving it the red. It's sad that we even have to have a separate one, you know, but the fact that that is, they're trying to give it the recognition and some kind of spotlight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I at least salute them for that. So, and I, I wish it, it comes to the point to where this is regularly attended just like the normal combine is. And, you know, we don't, we, hearing teams, that are there isn't kind of a surprise. It's more of a surprise when teams aren't there. I can't wait till mm-hmm. we get to that point. Right. Com- completely agree. Um, I'm basketball does it too. I think basketball kind of started this format where they will have uh, a combine and then the All Star game right afterwards. So yeah, I, I, I do I do like that. Um, but yeah, it, it, in its infancy, man, I, I do. I'm happy to see the combine not only growing but moving and changing locations um, to give you know saying players you know saying more spotlight and stuff because uh, you if you take it to an NFL facility there's no more excuses now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, now it's basketball season. It's winding down, but it's basketball season, and. Uh, <laughs> It was some games this week. Ooh, hold on. I clicked on here. Um, upset alert. You ready for this? Oh, I see. Morgan State, 50. Howard, 42. It's still 11.32 in the second quarter. But, but, but. Oh, if you're going to talk about talk about both of them. Talk about Coppin on Norfolk State. Oh, I, just, I ain't scroll down my eyes. I ain't look that low. <laughs> Listen. Coppin State, 49. North State 43 with 10-22 left in the second half. And what's uh, Central, Central doing the Eastern Shore right now is it legal in about 18 states. <laughs> we were talking about, right, we were talking just before the show. Uh, North State at one point was up by 14 points. Um, I got started getting ready for the show. Uh, turned my head, looked up, and it was a four-point game. Uh, yeah. I mean, this Howard was up, what, six and a half? Yeah, and, I mean, Morgan State went on. I mean, they opened up the second half on a twenty-two to eight run. I mean, like they came out the second half a totally different team. Yeah, and uh, South Carolina State and Delaware State is are, are trying to make you know what I'm saying. Listen, a, a game. Yeah, it's, a, they got it's it. a good fight down there at the bottom, but they they're making the battle out of it. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's go back and look at Saturday though. Howard, uh, Howard whooped up on Coppin State. 80 to 70. Um, man, they copper state got a set, uh, set sesums. 
Sesame's. Yeah. That's what somebody who somebody somebody was saying. That's the only only person y'all got to score. Somebody they was talking about on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like that. that was Erica who had Erica. Yeah, <laughs> thirty seven <laughs> points, seven rebounds, uh, four steals. Uh, yeah. So yes, speaking of a, that, speaking yeah. of that, Erica had a birthday this this past week. Happy birthday, Erica. Uh, she was out in that, uh, looked like she was in the Hamptons or something. I don't know where she was at, but she she was looking real fancy. Like she was, <laughs> I mean, she she ate she howled alone, man. She, hey, I'm I tell you what, she was definitely drinking tea with a pink up that day. <laughs> man, all all the howled alones, man. It's like you, when you graduate, they give you they give you a tea glass that you drink with your pink up. <laughs> I was gonna be coming out. Don't folks be coming out today. We clipping that. I'm talking about her. Uh, <laughs> uh, North Carolina Central, Delaware State. Uh, yeah, it looked like it was a fairly close game, but uh, they won, ended up winning by eight. Uh, North Carolina Central did. And Norfolk State beat down on Morgan State 72 to 50. Now, I'm going to go to I'm, I'm going to say that game because I know you're excited, but I'm going to save it to the end. <laughs> I'm gonna save it to the end. Uh, them big bad Braves. Where y'all at, big bad Brave Nation? Uh, big bad Braves pulled out. You know, what I'm saying the 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 victory, 15 point victory over Jackson State. Uh, yep, yep. Texas Southern. Uh, at first, I think when I first saw it, it was like a it was a dogfight at first. Texas Southern Mississippi Valley. I might be thinking about another game, but they ended up winning by 18. It was 80 to 62, and them. Play AM didn't play the they didn't play a lick with Bethune and they jumped all over them 90 to 56. Uh Prairie View 82 UAPB 71 and Fam U edged out Alabama State 60 to 54. So now can we talk about the game of the week? Let's talk about this game. Uh for the world to see. For the world, Craig. Uh, Southern and Grambling in the HBCU Classic live from the All-Star Salt Lake City at the NBA All-Star. I tried to told you what was going to happen. Yeah, this game, this game was, uh, it was was a pretty, it was a pretty intense. Pretty intense. intense. Um, As it always is, man. It's a rivalry. It it ain't just the football game that's a rivalry. These two schools don't like each other. Uh, Gremlin was consistent. They scored 31 points in the first half, uh, first half, 31 points in the second half. Uh, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Chuck for to get us jumped on Chuck. Say, Howard University, cheese and crackers, and gray poupon. I, mm, I ain't gonna jump on us, but uh, <laughs> Southern did make a push in the second half to tie the game up, and then they went to overtime. It had to go to overtime, it was on the right. Yeah, went overtime and Southern forgot the score. They forgot to score points. Uh, Grambling ended up scoring seven in overtime. Uh, Grambling scored two and ended up the game uh, winning the game 69-64. So very, very great. It was a great game uh, put on for the nation. Uh, great vibe, great atmosphere. I think one of my favorite parts, though, the pregame. Oh, yeah. Pregame. Um, you had uh, players. I mean, all I mean, pretty all much all stars: Zion, Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, a whole bunch of them coming through. 
Yeah, Donovan Mitchell came through for Grambling and uh gave him that secret sauce, man. He gave him uh his his G Man shoes, man. Yeah, man. Dope. He actually rocked the pet. He actually rocked them too. Yeah, that yeah. was a it was dope in in the in the signature school colorway too. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's they, they was nice, man. I ain't gonna lie, but man, uh, you know, Graham did what they were supposed to do, man. Uh, you know they defended their home court, even though they had to go way up to Salt Lake to do it. You know, right. but they got they got their league back for early on in conference play, and mm-hmm. you know they stayed right there on Alcorn, Alcorn Hills. You know in the uh. In the standings, so if, if Alcorn happened to slip up, grabbing them right there. So I don't, I don't know if uh, it's gonna happen, but they did what they had to do to keep you know to keep themselves in the fight, in the hunt. So uh, yeah, salute to the G man, man, and uh, my boy Shandarius, man. They, I know he, he was leading score. I don't, he only had eighteen, but I mean, he's starting to get back into his groove. He's starting to starting to look like himself again, man. So Shandarius, you know, can. If he can if he can get back hot at the right time going into the conference tournament. I don't know if anybody want to see the G man. Yeah. Um looking at the what's remaining on the schedule for Alcorn, they have uh Prairie View, Texas Southern, Mississippi Valley, and Pine Bluff. Yeah, and, and Graham Grandma got Fam U, Bethune, both on the road, and then they got uh the Alabama schools at home. So mm. it, they got, you know, a couple of Four games out the east, so hopefully they you know they can pull it off. But either way, it go I think down the, the tournament stretch that we're gonna them G men gonna be tough to beat. Yeah, what's good? Uh, I think I don't know if we say what's good, Josh and uh my man, me at Mike popped up said what's up, fellas. He said he's listening and watching Coppin State trying to pull off this upset against North. Uh, I hope the yeah, G men win in the swag. So. Appreciate it. we 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 trying to do man. They trying to pull it out man. Yeah, Coppin man, they look like they might. That's crazy. That's crazy. Any given day. Any given day. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. This HBC basketball has been wild, bro. Yeah. And them, I just, I've just turned to it and look. And them just uh, took the lead. Uh, they are up 27 24 on FAMU. So, oh, that's boy for FAMU, though. He, he is snatching everything off the board, dunking on everybody. All right, let me see here. I'm going to try to check out what's currently going on. Um, there was a delay in the, in the, in the Pine Bluff-Texas Southern game. Uh, though They just kicked off. Um, there's a delay in the Bethune and Alabama State game as well. Uh, FAMU, Alabama and them are tied at 27, and Valley is up 25-19 with a with seven sec. I'm sorry, seven minutes six seconds left in the first. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this: What you got? If we can take uh, any two teams from Swack and Miak and pair them up. Matter of fact, let's do this. <clears throat> three teams from the SWAC, three teams from the MEAC to pair up and play against each other. Into my basketball tournament? Basketball. Hmm. Hmm. Put Howard versus Southern. Um, 
Southern defense versus Howard. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Um, Gremlin versus. Oh, that's tough. Um, I do Gremlin versus Norfolk. Mm. And then Alcorn versus Central. So I'm thinking a little bit different. Give me okay. Alcorn Howard. Ooh, okay. Give me style of play. Okay. Give me give me Central Grambling, and give me Norfolk Southern. Okay. Okay. You you would like the contrasting styles a little. Bit. I, yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see. Yeah. I see what you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I I wouldn't be mad. They need to do that. They need to do that. I'm like, telling you, open the, open the weekend. It's like to do a challenge, just mm-hmm. have everybody match up versus everybody. Yeah. That'd be so, that'd be interesting to see for sure. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh I think they should do it and do it in um you could do it in like you can either have everybody in, in one place or you can matter of fact, I got one. I tell you, take them to the Barkley. Oh, I'm gonna t- if you really want it, if you really want to do one, I tell you what you do. Take them out. Take them to Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking. If <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do it, Rutgers. you gotta do it yeah, at do the Rutgers. Yeah, you yeah. Do, do it at the Rutgers. Yeah, do it at the Rutgers. Let I'm, them. Like if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it like that. But I mean, that'll be cool. I also, you know, like I've always wanted to see like. And this is kind of totally out the subject, but like, yeah. since we're talking about like classic type deals, like uh, a North Carolina Central versus UNC, and then like A and T and Duke, you know what I mean? Like, mm. since they all in North Carolina, and they all pretty much on the same road, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, let them like kind of have road. like a yeah, like a tobacco road classic, or even if you want to do like let let A and T and Central. Be the you know what I mean like the undercard for the dude North Carolina game and have it all like in one you know what I'm saying like something along them kind of lines that would be so dope to me, but right. I don't know I, I think I think you got to capitalize on the fact that you got that much basketball tradition like in that small of an area you know what I mean like I completely agree yeah I agree I agree I I'm just saying I would love to see. That because yeah, we talked we talked about it before that sweat me at basketball. I would man, that'd be dope. And I I love to do a baseball one. You know what I mean, like on an old Negro field or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like old Negro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of that, uh, Birmingham Barons, they're actually still alive and playing. As far as the the what's called, they're a minor league yeah, team. They're a minor, um, yeah. minor league team. So I would wouldn't. I mean, of course, it's a different field and everything, but I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing them. You know, playing like. You know, saying Birmingham or something like that. Uh, I would. I wish the one in Monroe was still. Uh, we used to have a Negro League team, but the field don't exist no more. No. Gotcha. Um, let's talk a little racing. NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR launches a lab program at Bethune. I mean, it kind of only makes sense when you look at the proximity of the two. You know what I mean? Like you. One of your biggest races is blocks away from their university. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense that you would start 
with that school. I mean, I feel like Talladega has to be I, next. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that has to be the obviously the, the next one in line. You know, when you look at two of their biggest races, uh, you know, right there. So uh, I'm, I I kind of like the fact that they're embracing it, though, bro. You know, they like if you look, it just so happens that this past weekend was um, the first time that a black owner won the, the Daytona 500, Brad Doherty. You know, his team won. So, I mean, you're kind of starting to see more and more barriers being broken in NASCAR. We mentioned the people uh, from Bethune working on the crew, the pit crews uh, for the, you know, this weekend at the Daytona, right. the, the various races. So there's <clears throat> there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of crossover there. It's, I'm just glad to see them starting to embrace it. And hopefully we'll start to see more and more of this. You know, some of the, you know, Virginia Motor Speedway and some of the schools in Virginia, you know, at, and all across the South as they have tracks everywhere. You know what I mean? So, Hopefully we'll start to see more and more of these type programs. Yeah. Um, I, I do think uh first of all, uh shout out to the legendary uh Wendell Scott, um first black uh NASCAR driver. But shout out to uh Bubba Wallace who who spoke out about having that the Confederate flag at, at um at these races and stuff. Um and I know he, he was met with some backlash because people, you know what I'm saying? It still is, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying talk about it but if you've ever i've so national guard i was in national guard and they give tickets and stuff away at times so you went um, to a nascar race i did not i wanted to but i didn't go man but um but when you ride by talladega on a race day man you see all those campers and stuff out there mm-hmm. you see um you know the, it, the the you hear the crowd, hear the roar of the crowd and stuff, man. It's 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 a beautiful sight. Um, but that was one of the things that one reason I didn't. I was like, man. I, first of all, you know, so I wouldn't mind going for the atmosphere. I don't care about racing. I wouldn't mind going yeah. for the atmosphere. Um, but it was just it held me back. Plus, it wasn't that much representation. But now you have um, Bubba Wallace. You've got um. um Brianna Daniels, who we talked about working mm-hmm. pit crew. Um, you've got you're starting to see more and more African Americans. Um, Pippet, uh, what's our guy? Um, uh, I, yes. Um, so we're starting to see, um, these and bam, me, me yeah. and Mike's Delaware State is right next to uh, uh, Dover's yeah. uh, Speedway. I mean, it's a bunch almost of, yeah. the track from the school, so yeah, so it's a bunch of opportunities there, bro. And like to your point though, Bubba Wallace kind of he's still getting back. Like yesterday, he was leading the race for part of the race, and then he kind of got wrecked. And now was people laughing at the fact that you know what I mean, like he got wrecked. You know, so he's it's always gonna be that in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but the fact that they're trying to kind of erase some of the stigma and they you know trying to knock some of those walls down. I, I mean, salute to NASCAR. I, me personally, I can only applaud them for what they you know. I can't. Their fans are gonna be their fans. You know what I mean? But the organization of NASCAR is trying to do their part so that I can only salute them. I just hope that there isn't some kind of ulterior motive here with Bethune, but, you know, I don't, I don't think that would be the case. Yeah. Um, but, man, shout out to them for, for doing good things, man, and uh, doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, Chuck mm-hmm. say uh, he's seen Talladega Motor Speedway from the interstate on the way to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Great place. Um, man, what else you got, man? Not much, dog. Not much. Really watch that legacy bowl this weekend, honestly. 
Look I good. wish they would do like the legacy bowl, like the senior bowl, and like televise some of the practice and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm trying to see. Uh, hold on for. Oh, there was another one. Um, we talked about. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. We talked about and we laughed about it. Uh, it's two stories that uh, are things we didn't know much about that just popped up again. Uh, Ray Fletcher from Bluefield State University. <laughs> Bluefield. Bluefield State. Uh, he signed with the Menden Wolves of the German Professional Football yeah. League. So, so that's another HBCU player going to play over in Germany, man. Uh, looking forward to – I'm looking forward to seeing when that kick off too because that's going to be interesting. But go ahead. I know we forgot to talk about go XFL, ahead. man. XFL, let's get it. Your boy Dwayne Taylor from Alabama a and You know, he first first game as the offensive coordinator. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they won. Uh, Hold on, let me I, know, see. I know they uh, – chill out, bro. <laughs> uh it do funny. But yeah, uh but yeah, it was his first game as offensive coordinator. And there was also you know some HBCU players who got the opportunity to play in the games this weekend. So kudos to you know some of these other leagues giving all these, you know, other other NFL ain't the only place, to, you know, where you can go now to for opportunity to keep your your career going. So kudos to some of these leagues for giving HBCU players a chance. They lost by two. They lost by two. Okay, okay. I cut, I cut, I cut the game off, so I didn't know who had one ended up yeah, winning. Man, but the, those games were so close, man. Uh, it was a lot of teams were, um, like same with the Vipers. They were up uh fourteen three at half, end up losing twenty twenty two. Yeah, see, I, when I cut it off, that was up. So I, I thought they had ended up pulling it out, but I mean, he the offense looked good. You know what I mean? From you know for. What he was in charge of, no, they they looked good from what I saw. I I just the amount of the amount of knowledge he's gonna get, you know what I mean, and mm -hmm. and the, what he's able to take back and the opportunities he's gonna have to open the doors for some of his players and you know. The I was just gonna say the connections he's he gonna make, yeah. yeah, and the players he plays against also. It's gonna be helpful to all HBCU uh, student athletes. So kudos to him, man. Salute to him for. For that opportunity, he's able. He's capitalizing on. Man, I'm looking forward to, uh, like you said. Uh, cause I'm gonna tell you something. A lot of people have brought up. It's like, man, what if a kill glass could get over to the Vipers and play with I've been, saying, be, I've been yeah. saying it, bro. I'm waiting on it to happen. I'm waiting on it to happen, bro. And and just think, some of them, some of them receivers he had, mm -hmm. they, they about to be graduated. <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, your boy transferred out uh uh from Alabama AM. Yeah, uh, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, Coral's yeah, transferred out. So you know uh, he had one I more what, year. I, I think I want to say he landed at like UNLV or somewhere. Yeah, he'll have one more year wherever he lands. And then if he don't get a shot at the NFL, you know, as somebody else who Dwayne Taylor could pick up and speaking of speaking of uh HBCU, because I was looking because there's a lot of Marquee uh Marquette King. Um, mm -hmm. uh, is with uh the Arlington Reg uh Renegades, um, back out there with the flashy punting <laughs> punt style. Uh, you got um, uh, Bryant Jones from um uh, Mississippi Valley State, uh, defensive lineman. You got uh, Virginia State defensive back Will Adams. Um, you got 
uh, Hampton wide receiver, former Hampton wide receiver. He's not on the active squad. He's on the reserve squad. Uh, but uh, Hampton wide receiver, Hezekiah uh, Grimsley. And then you've got um, South Carolina State, Zafar yeah, Kelly. I know that. And um, Quinterio Cole. Yeah, I know South from, Carolina from State had a couple. Yeah. Well, he started at, at Alcorn. Yeah. Me and Mike said, I wish the XFL and USFL serve as minor league for the NFL. I also wish that Division II football played in the spring. I, I enjoy spring. Man, me too, bro. I love spring football, man. Mm-hmm. Like when, it's, when that swag and them did it that one year, man, that was oh, – I loved it. I think in a sense, though, the USFL and the XFL are kind of acting as minor leagues in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've seen some of the quarterbacks and some of the other players get – you know, Kevante Turpin – you know what I mean? Get signed from the U.S. PJ Walker, Tyler Hennessy. Yeah. yeah, some of these smart from these other leagues have they they get drafted up or signed to the NFL roster after that. But not only just that, like some of the rules, you know, and some of the production and some of these other things the NFL is taking from Jem- the XFL and USFL. So Jermaine Martin from NT. He's a running back in the XFL too. He had a he yeah. had a really good game. Um and he started off at, at Florida State, but um, Hampton, former Hampton quarterback DeAndre Francois, he's also in yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah. It's they looking at this. It's a total of nineteen HBCU uh, former HBCU players scattered throughout the eight teams, Bruh, Nineteen HBCU players on yeah. eight teams. Mm-hmm. You got you got. Five, well, I think it's like five black head coaches in the HF, uh, XFL. That's yeah, a lot of representation. But uh, Coppin stayed up eight with two minutes left to go. Bro, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but but uh, Morgan stayed up nine on on Howard with five minutes left to go. So was well, uh, yeah. So it's been crazy, man. Hey, in any given day. Yeah, it is, man. Any given day. Golly. And this South Carolina State, Delaware State game is knotted. They is they 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 they're gonna blow for blow. So all right. Um we got anything else, man, before we get up out of here? I know I know we already asked that, but uh no, not that I'm not not really, bro. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know, man. We still trying to get all this money. Um, y'all keep acting funny, you know what I'm saying? With your tax money, it's gonna run out. <laughs> I should say it like that, but nah, man, for real though. Uh, we help us hit this 1k, man. We'll, you know what I'm saying? We'll make sure we bless y'all, man. Appreciate it. Continue bring y'all good, good content. Um, also, also tune in on Thursday. We have yeah, a very don't, special y'all guest. I don't want to miss that one, bro. Very special guest. Uh, new. Head coach for the Talladega Gymnastics team. Coach Asia Sims Fletcher will be joining us to talk about everything Talladega. Tell us about the program um, and everything about I her. Wait for that one, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it, man. I might flip out. <laughs> you know that was a good one. Yeah, you know that was good. Yeah, you didn't stick the landing on that one. All right. 
<laughs> but hey, like we said in the beginning, man, uh, for everybody out there that's celebrating Mardi Gras, man, be safe, uh, enjoy family, uh, you know, saying be safe. Can't say that enough. You ain't um, you ain't celebrate President's Day. Nah, man, my job, I bro, you you want to hear something funny? <laughs> you want to hear something funny? So we do. <laughs> one dudes I work with was like, uh, cause my job does floating holidays and they'll stack some of the holidays to the end for like, you know what I'm saying? Christmas. So we get Christmas, like a whole week of Christmas all paid. Yeah. So dude was like, I was wondering, it's like, you know what I'm saying? We working on president's day. I said, well, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, they make us work on all the black holidays. <laughs> I said, Martin Luther King day, president's day, you know, Lincoln freed the slaves. Uh, <laughs> June T will be at work. No comment, man. I'll be glad. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there. Oh, I'm man. not gonna go there. HR, I'm just playing. All right. <laughs> hey, like that. We'll be out. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.